That's a growler. Hello, and welcome to the Shining Light Podcast. This is a platform where we let our individual light shine through our personal testimonies of the restored gospel of Jesus Christ and the many blessings it brings to our lives. Here's our host, Dontrell Morrow. Hello, and thank you for joining us for another episode. Today I'm excited to shine the light on two missionaries currently serving in the Arizona-Tucson mission, Elder Anderson and Elder Hale. These missionaries have agreed to come on today and share a message concerning the gospel of Jesus Christ. And I'm happy that we have modern technology where we're able to complete this interview remotely. And in starting out, I would like to ask both Elder Anderson and Elder Hale if they would introduce themselves and kind of share a little bit about why they decided to come on a mission a little bit about where they're from, as well as some hobbies and interests that they liked before they started their mission service. Yeah, of course. Thank you so much, Dontrell, for letting us join you today. I'm Elder Hale, and my companion is Elder Anderson. We are missionaries for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. I'm, I'm from Murray, Utah, and I've decided to take two years of my time to serve a mission for Jesus Christ. We as missionaries, we teach people about his restored church. And this gospel has truly changed my life and has brought me a lot of joy and peace as I've gone through tough times in my life. Some of the things I I enjoyed doing before I came out on my mission was playing basketball with my friends. Absolutely loved going outside and just doing anything um, with my friends and with my family. I also loved going on lots of hikes with my sister. I also loved to play music, such as the piano and the saxophone. Um, all these things are some of my favorite things to do with friends and family. But beyond that, the gospel of Jesus Christ has brought me some of the greatest joy than anything else. And I've, as I've turned to God and to Jesus Christ, I've received help in my everyday life. And I've gained the confidence that I need as I fulfill my purpose here. Um, because of the strength that I receive from God and this knowledge that I have of Jesus Christ, I've decided to come out here on my mission to teach these things to people so that they can feel of God's love and know the purpose here on earth. Th- this is why I've come out on my mission to serve Jesus Christ for two years. My name is Elder Anderson. I'm from Parker, Colorado. Some things a little bit about me. I, before my mission, I like to play a lot of sports. Just about any sport I played it, but competitively I played soccer, lacrosse, and rugby. So that was always pretty fun for me. And then I also worked a lot as well. Part of the reason I came out on my mission is that I've seen how the gospel has blessed my life and my family. And how have I, as I followed it, I've been able to receive guidance and receive peace in life. And I've struggled a lot through life with school and with just overall life and as I've turned to the gospel and reading the Book of Mormon and praying, it's definitely really blessed me. And I'm out here because I want to share that with others. And I want to make sure everyone has the same opportunities that I do to be able to have this peace and comfort in their life and have it be able to bless them and their families. Thank you so much, elders, for letting us get to know you two a little bit better and for your service. We really definitely appreciate all the time and willingness that you put into serving your communities each and every day. And it's it's a wonderful thing about the gospel is to have the opportunity to all learn and grow together in that area. I would like you guys to share your 
gospel message on the gospel of Jesus Christ. Awesome. Yeah, thank you so much. A message we teach people is the gospel of Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ was on the earth. He fulfilled his divine purpose, and he completed what was called the atonement. The atonement is where Jesus Christ suffered and felt every type of pain and sorrow that we go through. He took all of that upon himself so that we don't have to suffer as he has suffered. A scripture that we share with people it comes from the Book of Mormon. And the Book of Mormon is just another testimony of Jesus Christ. Um, and it talks much about and gives more additional knowledge about what he's gone through for us. This comes from the book of Alma in chapter 7, verse 11. And this is talking about what Jesus Christ has gone through for us. It says, And he shall go forth, suffering pains and afflictions and temptations of every kind. And this that the word might be fulfilled, which saith, He will take upon him the pains and the sicknesses of his people. And so that's what Jesus Christ did for us. He took upon himself our sins. And he also, he overcame death as he died on the cross. Because of his sacrifice that he has done for us, he's given this, us this gift to every single person. That we can be resurrected and perfect as he is perfect and live, live after we die. And so he gave us this gospel of Jesus Christ that allows us to overcome our sins as we follow his gospel and strive to become more like him so that we don't have to suffer as he suffered. And so, like Elder Hale said, the gospel of Jesus Christ was provided by Jesus Christ in his teachings and, and the things that he did for us. And we learn about it more in the Book of Mormon. In the Book of Mormon, it contains a fullness of the gospel. So the Bible, it has uh, parts and bits and pieces of it, but the Book of Mormon completes it. I mean, we learn more about it. We gain that true understanding of it. The five points of the gospel are faith in Jesus Christ, repentance, baptism, receiving the gift of the Holy Ghost, and enduring to the end. And it's almost like a cycle. You know, you, you take the first couple of steps, and then once you get enduring to the end, you do the same The same too. You endure to the end, you gain your faith, and you continue to, to repent daily and, and as much as you can. But kind of going back to talk a little bit more about faith, and faith is that first step. The first thing that we do as we develop our faith and be able to understand the gospel in Jesus Christ is as we have faith, we, we begin to trust in God, we begin to look to him and be able to know that even if we're going through hard times or whatever we're struggling with, we trust in God that he will be able to help us and bless us. And there's a scripture again in the Book of Mormon, in the Book of Alma, this is chapter 32, and it talks about faith. It says, and now, as I said concerning faith, faith is not to have a perfect knowledge of things. Therefore, if ye have faith, ye hope for things which are not seen, which are true. And I really like this scripture because it teaches us that faith, you're not going to have a perfect knowledge. There are going to be some things that, that you, maybe, you maybe don't understand, maybe isn't really there for you, and you don't really all completely understand. But as you, as you have faith and that you trust that God's going to do the things that he promises you, you know, you'll, you'll have that faith. And another scripture that I like that talks about faith is in, again, the Book of Mormon, but it's Jacob chapter 4. And he's talking about faith and, you know, how we gain it. And it says, we search the prophets and we have many revelations in the spirit of prophecy. And having all these witnesses, we obtain a hope and our faith becometh unshaken. Insomuch that we truly can command in the name of Jesus and the very trees obey us or the mountains or the waves of the sea. And as we grow in our faith by studying the scriptures and the prophets, we gain our faith in that 
you know, as we gain faith, just like Jesus said, you know, we can move mountains. And so as we gain our faith, we'll be able to see and, and perform many miracles. And I love that, love that definition of faith that Elder Anderson has talked about. Uh, the first part of the gospel of Jesus Christ is faith in Jesus Christ. And as we exercise that faith, we believe in Him, we're able to see miracles that happen in our lives. And the next part about that is when we have faith, we have that real intent that we can have that hope, that we can be able to, through Him, be able to be saved. And that ties in really well with the next part of the gospel of Jesus Christ, which is repentance. And repentance is the desire to change and the desire to want to follow Jesus Christ. And as we repent, well, we allow that faith to be able to work in us. That as we exercise that faith in Jesus Christ, we can we can be saved as we as we really strive to follow Jesus Christ and His uh, atonement. Yeah, the repentance is really good. It's that change that we have that helps us become more perfect and more like our Savior Jesus Christ. There's a scripture again that I really like in the Book of Mormon that talks about repentance and. Especially for people that struggle with feeling like, oh, well, you know, I'm just, I'm just a sinner, and you know, there, there's no way that God can love me. But in Moroni chapter six, near the end of the Book of Mormon, it's in Moroni six verse eight, it talks about repentance, and it says, "But as oft as they repented and sought forgiveness with real intent, they were forgiven." So as we repent and seek forgiveness with real intent, and real intent means the desire to change and don't do that thing anymore. Real intent, we're really changing. It's not just a casual thing. You know, God will forgive us, and those sins will be will be washed away, and we won't worry about them no more. And that's just a really big promise that you know we will be forgiven. And a way we can show uh, how we're wanting to repent and to change is through what we call baptism. And baptism is where Jesus Christ even himself was baptized. And baptism is simply where we show God that we're willing to follow him and to keep his commandments. The scripture we like is uh, from the Book of Mormon is in Mosiah chapter 18. And they talk about what happens when we get baptized and, and why we get baptized. And this is kind of at the end of verse 8. And it says, As ye are desirous to come into the fold of God and to be called his people, and are willing to be called his people, and are willing to bear one another's of the burdens, that they may be light, and are willing to mourn with those that mourn, and comfort those that stand in need of comfort, and stand as a witness of God at all times and in all things and all places, even until death, that ye may be redeemed of God, and numbered with those of the first resurrection, and have eternal life. And he's basically talking to us about if we have those desires to mourn with those that mourn, then we we can show that we're willing to willing to repent and that we can be able to gain eternal life as we do that. And then in verse 10, it says, Now as I say unto you, if this be the desire of your hearts, what have you against being baptized in the name of our Lord, as a witness before him that ye have entered into a covenant with him, that ye will serve him and keep his commandments, that he may pour out you his spirit more abundantly upon you. And so as we get baptized, we are witnessing to God that we are willing to keep his commandments. And as we do that, we're able to always have his spirit to be with us. And it's a way we can show God that we're willing to repent and to change our lives and be able to follow Jesus Christ as we do so. There's another scripture in the Bible. It's in John chapter 3. And this is Jesus speaking to one of the, the people in Jerusalem, and he's talking about baptism. And the person's asking, like, what do I need to do? 
And this is basically a commandment from Jesus and a guidance from Jesus. And says, Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. And then later on, Jesus says, And Jesus answered, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. So we here learn from Jesus himself that the way we enter into the kingdom of God is through baptism and by the water and then also receiving of the Spirit. And that's the, the next step in the gospel of Jesus Christ is receiving the gift of the Holy Ghost. And receiving the gift of the Holy Ghost is, is really important because the Holy Ghost is the third member of the Godhead. Someone who is there for us and will lead and guide us, tell us when, when we're doing things right and telling when we're, things, when we're doing things wrong. And then we'll also we'll be able to be there to provide peace and comfort for us. And as we listen to it, we'll be able to be directed and be, we'll be able to be provided safety here on earth as we go about life. But the important thing about the Holy Ghost, you know, everyone has the influence of the Holy Ghost. It means the Holy Ghost can every once in a while come in and say, kind of lead and guide them, say, help us into the right path. But the gift of the Holy Ghost is having the Holy Ghost with us continually throughout our life means he'll forever be with us and we'll, we'll always have his influence. Instead of just the occasional feeling of, of the spirit, occasional feeling of doing good, when we have the gift of the Holy Ghost, it is that continual, continual companionship with him in our lives. And that's the amazing thing that we receive when we get baptized. When we show that we're willing to follow God and keep his commandments, we, see, we, we receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Which allows us to be able to have that constant companionship with us that can be able to teach us the truth of all things. Um, and I've felt the Holy Ghost in my life. And I've been able to feel peace and happiness as, as I strive to keep the commandments and uh, fulfill my baptismal covenant and promise with God. So now as we taught the gospel of Jesus Christ that it's faith, having faith in Jesus Christ and repentance, which means changing our lives as we do that through baptism. And then as we get baptized and so that we're willing to follow God and we receive that gift of the Holy Ghost. The next step after that is simply enduring to the end. Which enduring to the end means to continue to always strive to follow God. It's just not just a one-time thing. Just one day you choose to follow Him. You have to strive to continually work at it for the rest of your lives. Yeah, enduring to the end is one of my favorite principles because... You know, like Elder Hale said, a lot of people think it's it's the one and done. It's like, oh, I've been saved. I'm, I'm, I'm good. But that's not how it is. You know, life is hard. We're, we're going to face struggles, trials, and temptations throughout all our life. And it's going to be it's going to be something we do need to endure. And a scripture, again, in the Book of Mormon that I really like is in Second Nephi chapter 31. It's verses 20. It says, Wherefore, ye must press forward with a steadfastness in Christ having a perfect brightness of hope and a love of God, of all men. Wherefore, if ye shall press forward, feasting upon the word of Christ, and endure to the end, behold, thus saith the Father, ye shall have eternal life. So this scripture is really important because it says, with that steadfastness in Christ, so basically a faith in Christ, and a hope with a love of God, feasting upon the word of Christ, so reading the scriptures and really understanding it, and then it's that last one, and endure to the end. And as we endure to the end, the promise, it comes from Heavenly Father himself, which I think is really important. It says, ye shall have eternal life. And so as we do those principles of the gospel, as we have faith, we repent, 
you were baptized, received the gift of the Holy Ghost, and endured to the end. So continually repenting, growing in our faith, we will have eternal life. And that's a promise from Heavenly Father himself. That's just a really strong promise for all of us. And what an amazing promise that is that's given to us, that as we follow the gospel of Jesus Christ, that we can have eternal life. And eternal life, it's the greatest of all the gifts of God. It's eternal joy and happiness that we can receive. And so that's the message of the gospel of Jesus Christ. And that's the promise that we receive as we follow his teachings. And so as we know that as we follow the teaching of Jesus Christ, we will be able to have eternal life. And we say these things in the name of our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Elder Anderson, Elder Hale, thank you both so much for sharing that wonderful gospel lesson. Yeah, most definitely. I appreciate the time that you have given me today, and I'd like to ask if you two would be willing to share your personal testimonies on the gospel of Jesus Christ and what missionary work means to you. We really appreciate being able to speak on this podcast with you, Don Trell. Missionary work means, it means everything to me. For me, I've, I've come out on my mission because of the love that I felt from God and the love that I have for all of God's children. We are all children of our Heavenly Father, and He wants all of us to have this happiness and peace in life that comes from the gospel of Jesus Christ. And He wants us to have this happiness and peace in this life and in the next. And He also wants to help us make good choices in this life. And he does this by giving us his gospel. And so this is why I've, I've come out on, on my mission. And this is why this work means so much to me. A scripture from the Book of Mormon in Mosiah says that when ye are in the service of your fellow beings, ye are only in the service of your God. And when we serve others, we're serving God. And as a missionary, we definitely serve others, whether that be helping someone out in their yard or helping them give them advice on something and teaching them the gospel of Jesus Christ is the best way we can serve them. And I love God very much. And how I show my love for God is by serving Him and by keeping His commandments. And when I serve others, I show love to them. And when I teach them these things, I am serving God. When we serve God and keep His commandments, He continues to bless us even more. I've seen this happen in my life, and I have received greater happiness and peace in my life as I do this, and as I study His gospel and follow His teachings. Another scripture I'd like to share comes from the Doctrine and Covenants, which is a scripture given to us from when Joseph Smith was the next prophet after Jesus Christ. And this is in the Doctrine and Covenants section 18, verse 15. And this is kind of advice given to missionaries, and it basically just says, And if it should be that you should labor all of your days in crying repentance unto this people, and bring, save it be just one soul unto me, how great shall be your joy with him in the kingdom of my Father. It goes on and says, And now if your joy will be great with just one soul that you have brought unto me, into the kingdom of my Father, how great will be your joy if you should bring many souls unto me. And this scripture has really touched my heart that if we just bring even just one soul into him, if we were to go about our entire lives and just bring one soul into him, how great would be our joy. For me, I don't even go my whole life as a missionary. It's just two years that I devote all my time as a full-time missionary. But if I can bring as many souls into him, if, if I bring many souls into him, how much greater will be my joy? When you think about it, it, the teachings of the gospel of Jesus Christ will not just affect you to 
um, and help you improve the quality of your life and gain happiness, but also throughout time and all eternity. And as they follow the gospel of Jesus Christ, this will help them gain eternal life, which is never-ending happiness. And this is why this book means everything to me, because this is why we are here on this earth, to follow God through the gospel of Jesus Christ and uh, gain peace and happiness in this life and in the life to come. A scripture in the Book of Mormon is uh, in Alma chapter 34-32, talks about this, of why we're here on this earth. It says basically that we're on this earth for a purpose, to follow God and to keep His commandments. And it says in verse 32, For behold, this life is the time for men to prepare to meet God. Yea, behold, the day of this life is the day for men to perform their labors. And so we are on this earth for a purpose. And because of the gift of Jesus Christ, we will all be resurrected and live forever. And will be restored because of the resurrection, either to that which was good according to our desires and works that were good, or to that which was evil according to our desires and works. Um, so I, I want to leave with you my testimony of how I know this church is true and that I know that Jesus Christ lives and that salvation can come only in through him. Uh, salvation comes through faith in Jesus Christ and through repentance on his name and baptism and by receiving the gift of the Holy Ghost and enduring to the end we can gain eternal life. Uh, due to our diligence and constant obedience in this life we can gain this eternal life which is eternal happiness. I know that Christ's church has been restored on the earth again and that the Book of Mormon is another testimony of Jesus Christ. And it is the Word of God declared by His prophets. And also that we have a prophet that's on the earth today and continues to teach us the commandments of God. These things I know to be true, and I say these things in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Thank you, Elder Hale, for that. Missionary work means a whole lot to me as well. It's something that I don't think I... As I, as I grew, got older in high school, I didn't always expect myself to do something. Like, I wouldn't always expect myself to do something like this. But as I've been out here, I've seen the blessings that following the gospel and the, the teachings of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints can bring. As I followed the gospel in my life, I've seen that I have blessings that I never knew could come. And that I've seen others, they, their lives are blessed and they're much happier for starting to live this way. And so it means everything that I, I get to be able to be a part of, of God's work and be an instrument in His hands. And I'll leave you guys with my testimony that I do know that this church is, is the true church of, of God here on the earth. And the Book of Mormon is the Word of God and that Joseph Smith did translate the record and that he is a prophet of God. And I know President Russell M. Nelson is the current prophet today. And I know as we live the gospel by having faith and repenting, being baptized and receiving the gift of the Holy Ghost and enduring to the end, that we, we like Nephi says, you know, we will have eternal life. And I know that blessing to be true. I say these things in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen.